so that's uh better than not that 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 is not a given nowadays because motherfuckers is dropping like flies yeah shit is crazy yeah. it's like once you once you start once you hit like 30 you hit that age when niggas just be dying <laughs> like when we were younger a motherfucker would die and was like oh uh travis got shot cool like that's it's fucked up that he got shot, but it's like a, a nigga getting shot is like something you can understand, you can comprehend it. Like now, yeah. niggas just die. Like it's just like ain't nothing happened. Like did you hear about Brandon? He died. What happened? He got out the shower. Like, <laughs> Bro, uh, just like woke up dead. yeah, a nigga just woke up dead. Like. What happened? Oh, he uh he sneezed and then he took a nap and the nigga never woke up again. Like God damn. Like I can I can deal with a nigga trying to shoot me, but like you might die from taking a nap. That's some that's some new that's new territory for a young man. That's new territory. At that point, your body is killing you. At that point, it, it's it was easier when you just had to worry about a nigga shooting you, like you said. But I mean, your own body itself is killing you, and then it's like damn. <laughs> Way yeah. to go, life! Fucking traitor, man. Like they say, the lead, the leading cause of death is life. Uh, quite literally. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's cool though. I mean, it ain't no thing. Amen. I think it was you who told me that quote that uh, death is the greatest adventure of all. That's like a Peter Plan, a Peter Pan quote or some shit. I think it's a very dope quote. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, it's know. like it's like the most it's, it's like the most gangster shit I've ever heard in my life, and it's from like a little nigga that flies around. But Peter Pan is low key like a, a real a hard ass nigga. Like he's a little boy who flies around to fight pirates, and he don't give a fuck. And Captain <laughs> Hook said, "I'm gonna kill your little ass," and he was like. Nigga, death is the greatest adventure at all. Like, oh, nigga, what? Right. Oh, like, let's go. This nigga's so hard. He's so hard. You remind me of Lou Uzi Vert. Because Lou Uzi Vert is beefing with Rich the Kid currently. I know this is very hot shit. And, like, they've been throwing shots at each other. But I guess Lou Uzi Vert, this nigga's like 5'5". Five, five was driving right. up the street and saw Rich the Kid outside. He just hopped out the car by himself like, he like yeah, let's do this. <laughs> like, up, nigga. Yeah, man. And that's just these, these new 
like colorful braids anime rappers are scary as fuck to me like i'm not afraid of a gangster at all gangsters don't scare me at all but a nigga to say he hit you with a kamehameha scares the fuck out of me dog like <laughs> these niggas got black contacts in their eyes and they just like they got like purple dreads and they watch a whole lot of one 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 piece and one punch man and they don't give a fuck about dying and this shit is terrifying dog like, yeah, it, they already sad as shit, and that's why like the worst thing you want to do is something so nigga that's sad, already dog. sad. Like they they're <laughs> so sad, it's terrifying. They're so sad, and the reason why they're so sad it doesn't make any sense. Half these niggas is sad because they feel like they're owed access to women. They had their heart broken by some random girl that they had a crush on in like middle school. And nine times out of ten, they did something to her to cause her to not fuck with them anymore. Like, physically, yeah, physically abused her or cheated on her. But then they get to a point when in all their songs about I'm so lonely that all I do is drugs to compensate for my loneliness. And I feel the void of you not talking to me anymore with, you know, lean and such. And it's terrifying. Yeah, a nigga like that is scarier than a nigga who wants to make money. Like, truly, <laughs> a nigga don't care about money at that point. They're just like in that in the darkness. You can reason with a nigga that got a gun on you if all he want is money. If a nigga pull a <laughs> gun on you and he was like, "Give me all the money in your pockets," it's like, "Here's all the money in my pockets." In fact, Simple enough, <laughs> I can provide you with information to give you more money. Just let me live. A nigga to put a gun on you and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck you, Susan never text me back, nigga." Like, I can't. Make Susan text you back, man. It's nothing I can offer that nigga besides, like, I don't know. You can't. If a nigga pull a gun on you, you can't quickly, like, offer him emotional carthesis. Like, it's. You can't, like, I don't know. Maybe if you get me on the phone with her, I could talk to her. We can talk this out. Like, like I know he, he did you wrong a lot in the past, but he's got it going on me right now. So, you know, maybe if you just talk to him real quick, you could work things out. Yeah, I guess that's where we at. You need the next generation. Don't give no fucks. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't fuck with niggas who look up to Goku. You just can't. There's nothing you can do because Goku is an unreasonable character. Every, every, every time the chips is down, every time the cards are against Goku, he just gets more powerful. It's illogical. That is the whole, he just screams and gets his way. And these niggas have grown up thinking that if you just scream, you'll get your way. And, and, and there's nothing you can do to, to reason with a motherfucker whose whole frame of reference is based on unreasonable shit. Like a gangster knows you can get to a certain point where like, you know, if you push too many buttons or you cross too many lines a nigga will kill you like that is the mm-hmm. the logic of niggas who grew up in the street or niggas who are raised by gangsters or whatever like even if you think you're hard you know that like if you don't play your cards right someone will shoot you in the face <laughs> these, right. these niggas don't have that they don't they just feel like okay you kill me I'll just go Super Saiyan 3 whatever it's nothing to me <laughs> nigga. It's whatever, dog. 
I'll just, I'll just meet Master Kai. I'll fucking train. I'll come back and it's whatever, dog. It's, <laughs> niggas just terrifying. It's like that uh, Takashi 69669 Tamagashi Toyota. <laughs> Toyota's Toyota Sequoia. Not, yeah, that guy. That, yeah, that fella. That nigga, he confuses me the most because he doesn't like, when confuse I first me heard at all. Name, when, when I first heard his name, like you would assume that a nigga like that would be Japanese. But when I saw him, and he looks very like Hispanic of sorts, but he's surrounded by a bunch of niggas in New York. And I'm like, what is this guy's? And then his hair is like every color possible. So it's like, what is his actual backstory? Like I'm interested in his origin stories, not because I care. Yeah, but just because I feel like there's some explanation that needs to be explained, like, should need to be explained from him. <laughs> he just mad as shit too, like and like apparently he's beefing with Chief Keith now, and it's like, yeah, why would you beef with Chief Keith? Like he started this shit, like literally, like honestly, Chief Keith's one of the first niggas to just not give a fuck and say whatever on the track. Plus, the niggas from Chicago and like it's like little Iraq over there, like they oh, don't care. Chirac. <laughs> all them niggas from Chicago have like. Old uncle voices. A nigga would be 19 and he'd be like, Yeah, my name G Herbo. I like nasty bitches. I'm 13 years old. I got all the bitches. Like, oh my God, what's happening in Chicago that all you niggas sound like this? It's just rough over there, niggas. Like, it's hard over there, nigga. Yeah. It's tough. But that, that Tamagashi nigga don't. I'm not uh, confused about him at all. I get what his shtick is, you know. I don't. I don't know a lot about his backstory, but I do know that like two, three years ago, the nigga was like had normal hair and his no tattoos, and he had a tucked in shirt, and like I'm pretty sure he had a normal upbringing, and both his parents liked him or whatever. I don't know, but you know, I can make an assumption that. Uh, he, 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 he's not a nigga who grew up on some blood shit and all that, but his, right. his stick is that like, you know, I, I, I came in, I came into hip hop playing this character mm-hmm. because this is what hip hop wants. Hip hop wants this, you know, this gangster banging ass character. A all lot right. of, a lot of niggas in hip hop is fake and playing characters. So you can't call me out on being fake when all you niggas is fake. So, to prove niggas is fake, I'm just going to push all the buttons the niggas say that I shouldn't push and do all the things that niggas say I shouldn't do. That's his whole thing. I mean, I don't think it's that calculated or thought out, but... You know, <laughs> that's the gist. That's the gist. His, his, his thing is like, I dare niggas call me fake when these niggas is fake. I'm going to prove niggas is fake, pretty much. Right, right, right. Into- uh, you right. And to a degree, yeah, and to a degree, he is proving some inauthenticity in hip hop. To a degree, like you know, people say, "Oh no, you shouldn't say this about that person, or you should never cross that line." And he does say that shit and cross the lines, and he's fine. Sure, we do know that there's a a wrestling WWE component to hip hop. A lot of it, it is theater and performative. Sure. But not all of it is, and that everyone's to be fucked with. And yeah, it's eventually he's. I feel like he's going to cross the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And Chief Keith might be that nigga. Like you know, he might be that nigga. He looked like he don't take baths. So 
I don't want beef with any nigga to look like he don't take baths. Sorry, 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 hey, sorry. That nigga don't give no fucks at that point. That nigga don't give no fucks. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny as you say that, like, about the whole acting component to rap, because I was watching, um, me and my wife were watching Paid in Full the other day, and remember at the end of Paid in Full, when, um, when Ace is rolling through the hood, and he's, like, shooting a music video and shit, and he's talking about how now you know, niggas is rapping about the drugs and, like, that life. He said, now niggas don't even have to really be that nigga, they can just act like they that nigga. And right. I thought about that shit. I'm like, man, that shit is exactly like, you know, that shit was in the 90s or like the late 90s or whatever. So it was like, you, you, they knew that shit was coming. Like, but that was like that for a minute. But yeah. now it's getting to a point where it's like, it's like, it's a hyper exaggeration to that shit. Cause it's like, them, like, he just so angry and so like blatant with disrespect and the right. like carelessness. It's like, at this point, it's not even like, subtle before it was like you know niggas could kind of finesse it now it's like we come to an era and a point in time where like exaggeration and doing the most is what the people want so i guess that's where we're at now and i guess he's the vanguard of that shit yeah yeah i think that's a good point i think he's a very good representation of everything of what it takes to get attention now because there are so many people trying to be a brand that everything is like hyper visible and to a very hyper exaggerated point. Like even on Twitter, I've gotten it's to a point now where it's like I can't even enjoy a lot of the videos to pop up on Twitter because a lot of that shit is staged and fake. Like a few weeks ago, some nigga was supposed to like quit Papa. So he went in Papa's dressing like mm -hmm. an outfit i mean well his uniform it's not an outfit it's his un a uniform he's dressed in the papa's uniform he was like there's some rap about quitting the job but you know that shit was fake. He, he did the, the big pun shit like, i don't, don't want to yeah that's what it was no more, yeah he shit. did the big pun shit them niggas are the niggas have it they, they're they're like trying to get a tv show that shit was fake it was staged the you know you know, these are two niggas that are trying to get like a sketch show or some shit. And there's a lot. And like, I don't see, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's just to the point where it's just so much now. Like 60 to 70% of the shit you see is like, oh, this is not a genuine video. Like divine years where there would be like a 10, a 10 second clip and it's like a genuine real moment captured. And that's what made it hilarious. And that's what made things start going viral because we were able to catch these brief clips of you know, r real moments. But now yeah. people have been able to figure out that formula, basically, and in, uh, in, uh, construct viral videos, which is fine. Like, I don't really have a problem with it. It's just so much now. That's just annoying, though. Like, they, they bastardized it. Like, they just come to a point where yeah. you can't. Like, like you said, like when you see this shit, like you gotta worry about whether or not like that shit is fake or not. And most of the times, that shit is fake. And I know, like, like there's a guy that you like. I don't know if it's the same guy, but it's a guy. He like, um, I was going through Facebook. And it was a video of a nigga uh, firing somebody at a car dealership because he was filling an application for another job or some shit. And I just saw like the screen still of it, and I looked at it, and my initial thought was this shit probably fake. And I go through the comments just like out of you know just for kicks. And everybody's saying, like, this is the same nigga that was at Chipotle and, and Kirk off and, like, but he was also at the CVS doing the same shit. I'm like, how does nigga got so many jobs, and how is he hiring, like, firing so many people and quitting so many jobs? 
Yeah. And it's for that same reason. You see the nigga got like two, three million views and shit like that. And most people don't know. And that's the funny thing. Like, I don't know if that means we're cooler than most people because we can see that shit. But most people really don't know. Like, a lot of that shit is fake. And it, it makes it more annoying to me because it's like people genuinely were like, ha this is so funny. And I would sit back like, uh, eh, it's funny. The, the idea is funny, but. Nothing's funnier than reality, for real. That's why real comedy is, like, based on real life, you know, not yeah. acting, like, so. I think, yeah. I think niggas just like, well, first of all, I think motherfuckers just don't want to analyze it. I think they like yeah, thinking right. that this niggas shit like is real. Think. And it right. just, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of a vicious cycle, right, where it's like somebody creates a fake video, or they, they stage a video for it to go viral, and motherfuckers are going to act like that that video was real because they want their comment on that video to go viral. So there, if you if your comment is oh this is some fake shit, no one's going to retweet that. But if you com if you have some funny comment on that video as if it's real, even if you know it's not a a, a real thing, you're going to approach it like it is because you want your tweet on or your comment on that to go viral also. So it's like a cyclical thing. It's literally. Pathological. It's viral. <laughs> it's viral. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, man, that's how that shit work. And like I say, I don't had because if if you are smart enough to figure that formula out and do that shit and make it benefit you, then cool. It's the same thing with music. Like there's a formula where you can make music. And it will become a hit song. And those songs may not always like uh, resonate with me. They'll be very uh, typical and like radio sounding songs, very poppy or, you know, they might not hit. But, you know, you can tell that it was a, so a song that was constructed in a way to be popular. Some people, producers or, you know, record heads can see that formula and create songs that will go viral or be popular. And, you know, I don't really hate niggas for that shit, but that shit not always going to resonate with me because I'm going to be able to tell it's like, Oh, a nigga like, like eight producers went in a fucking lab and like constructed this to be a popular song instead of it just being some, some shit that happened to hit. Yeah. 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 But it's getting out of hand, though. It is getting to a point where, like, niggas is doing too much for attention. And um, I remember seeing some shit recently. And it's funny how I stumbled upon the tweet. Like, I was, like I'm following, like, a, a bunch of people or whatever. And one girl, she, like, she retweeted some shit. And she made this long-ass paragraph about why the nigga who posted the tweet ain't shit and whatnot. And the tweet was something like, um, if you got, if, if she got stretch marks, throw her in the trash or some shit like that. And she was really upset about this. The and then I clicked, I clicked his tweet just out of fun. And I'm like, this nigga got to be trolling or something. And I click it, and like he got like all these likes and retweets, and everybody's mad at this shit. But like he like added a tweet underneath, and the joint's like, all right, since you're here, check out my SoundCloud link. And I'm like, this nigga really just like say some ignorant dumb shit just so people can come. Just so he have that little bit of moment of visibility and just look at it, all right, now listen to my track. Like, and, and that shit never translate, dog. That's why I don't understand. Like, people yeah, it's do like, that nobody's shit. Nobody's going to remember you. Like, you know what? No, one's, no one clicks on your SoundCloud at all. They don't even get to the point where they listen to it. 
It's not like niggas like, oh, that tweet was funny. Let me see if this nigga got a SoundCloud so I can check exactly. out. <laughs> exactly. That shit does and not translate, yo. And, and then when you do see a tweet or some shit go viral, you see somebody, um, you niggas underneath, like, once the tweet hit a certain, like, threshold, they'll add another tweet and they'll be like, I see a lot, a lot of people, the first thing they say is like, I don't got no SoundCloud link, but uh, it just follow me on Instagram or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> since y'all are here, you might as well, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. You know, the shit that bugs me, <laughs> the shit that bugs me is when uh, a tweet will have like 2,000 retweets or something, and then mm-hmm. so that person's friend will come on there and be like, oh, you famous now. Like, no. That's not, no. <laughs> right, nigga. That's not you how think? life works. And, and then they'll come back like, ha ha, you know it ain't nothing. Like, no. <laughs> it's, they, no, that's not how that works. That's not, that's not what fame is. Getting 2,000 retweets. Like, that's, first of all, that's not even a lot. First of all, and second of all, like, people don't, like, you don't get a special famous person award in the mail for going viral on Twitter. Like, niggas don't, Ellen Knack won't call you up like, hey, can you come on the show now? We saw that tweet. That shit was fire. So, <laughs> you officially famous. We need you. We need you. We, we need to fly you down to fame headquarters so you can meet uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> when you become famous, the first person you meet is Tom Cruise. That's He's a pretty famous person, though, yeah. so I guess he would be on top of the list. But, the, the moment yeah. you become famous, they, you just get flown out via helicopter to a room, an all-white room, and it's just Tom Cruise there. He gives you all the rules and the procedures of being famous. <laughs> yeah, man. I guess the niggas are doing anything for some attention and some, and some uh, clout, as the kids call it. I'm using the word clout a lot. That's, that's the new shit. That internet um, clout. So new, um, yeah, we. I guess we can. I think we use it in the D.C. area. Like in it, in it, like when I was in high school, we used cloud a lot, and now it's yeah, kinda, it made sense. And, and like now, like the whole internet uses it now because I guess somebody googled that shit and it was like, you know what, this word sounds cool, so I'm going to use it to, to basically represent it. Was the you know, YouTubers, the YouTubers kind of brought it back, it's kind mm-hmm. of because it's kind of. And you know, kids they don't watch like nine oh two one oh or Melrose Place. They don't have those type of shows anymore. They watch YouTube. Like the the PG thirteen version of World Real Housewives and Atlanta Housewives and all that shit is YouTube bloggers and shit. And you know, one thing they do for like say you're trying to start your channel, your channels first start growing out. Uh, starting to grow for you to uh, get your channel to grow more you'll get clout from someone else who already has fame on YouTube so you'll be in their videos or you'll get a pop tag from them where your name will pop up and people can click on it and they go to your channel or you know you pretend to be in relationships that's a big thing so it's like a lot of like teenage emotional drama where oh this person will be in a relationship with this person and they'll be boyfriend and girlfriend then they'll break up and then he'll make a video like oh she only wanted me for the clout she only <laughs> she only she only was dating me for the clout and she would be like uh-uh it wasn't about no clout i don't need to be with him with no clout and you know that's kind of how that shit came back and don't ask me and don't ask me why i have so much information on this shit 
Don't, don't ask. <laughs> nah, you know, you know. I be on YouTube, dog. You know, you gotta know the culture. Yeah, it's important. You know how shit work. Yeah, man. Well, let's do some motherfucking stories, dog. Yeah, boy. I ain't doing the intro. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. Y'all, mean you Y'all know, know why you here. If the title, you clicked on it. If the title of the show is there, I'm going to put something in the description. My name's Quentin. That's Yusuf. Shit. Damn it. It's the Damn Science Podcast. We talk about science, science fiction, technology, and pop culture. Suck our dicks. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, nigga. All, all, I, all that was in the description. I'm gonna have to type that shit when we finish this. So just read it. Right. And listen, listen to the other ones. Just, just listen. Just, just listen to them. They're right there. We, 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 we do in fact have a SoundCloud. We do, <laughs> at that we, point, click the link. <laughs> at that point, you can't click the SoundCloud link. It is there. We're we're not famous, but you we do have a SoundCloud. You can click it. It's there. It's on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. I don't think we're on Stitcher. I don't. We're on we're on we're we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's where most people get their podcast needs from, anyway. There's a lot of podcast apps now. They're all over the place. I think the, yeah. one thing I'm going to do is try to get this on uh, Spotify. Because I think I think. Uh, about the burp. Hold on. Uh. <laughs> Woo! I think uh, it's going to be easier for people to uh, start listening to podcasts and shit on like Spotify because most people are already using that for music, right. and it and it kind of makes it's going to. I don't think it's quite as a flawless transition right now, but it it, it will be because I've been listening to uh, I've been using Spotify a lot lately, and it would be. A lot easier to just go from you know music to podcasts within the same app. So, you know, I think that mm-hmm. will be a big thing. If it's not already a big thing, I don't know. All them streaming services lie about their numbers, so who the fuck knows? All right. Pluto's mm-hmm. life story may have begun with billions of comments. It being downgraded from planet to dwarf planet back in 2006 by Neil deGrasse Tyson or ass. I, you know, I feel like Neil deGrasse Tyson could ruin like a blowjob with how critical he is of everything. Like, was like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna suck your dick. You're gonna blow your top, and like, well, technically, to, for one to blow your top, they would have to be at the degrees of 752 Fahrenheit. Like, man, shut the fuck up, dog. You fucking nerd. Yeah. I never like. Liked the nigga and wanted to give a nigga a wedgie so much in my life before Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah, that nigga, he's funny. I mean, he's smart fuck. You know, I, he done, I guess he done a lot for the culture, especially like because like be what? famous and shit. And I, don't, I, I, mean, just, I don't think he's done. I'm just speaking from a, like a black perspective. When was the last time there was any okay, a, a yeah. black a black scientist that yeah. whose name you even knew? <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's that's the only yeah. Yeah, him, I mean, him, yeah. and niggas have been sciencing forever since like ancient Egypt and shit, but nobody knows those niggas' names. But there's one nigga who us. got famous off of being smart, and I appreciate that much. Like, even if the nigga's kind of a square sometimes, and you know, he may be overly critical, it's like, you know, and I don't want to be like, oh, he black, so I fuck with him, but he black and he's smart, so it's like, 
nah, I, I fucked with him twice at that point. Well, you know, I fuck with him. The whole, you know, our podcast is built around one of his quotes. So, right. you know, uh, I fuck with him heavy. I especially, I said, I think I said before that one of my favorite things about him is that he's the smartest person in the room usually, and he's a nigga. And white people don't know how to deal with that shit. Their entire lives and culture is built around them being told that they're smarter than other people, even other white people, but especially non-white people. So when they're in a room with someone who is a direct counter to that, it's like you can tell the day it's like seeing a robot around something that's illogical and they start to like kind of self-destruct. It's like, I can't, there's a nigga here and he's smarter than me and I don't know how to, it's like, you can, like when you listen to his podcast and other shit, you can tell it's like white people want to argue with him, but they know that there's, he's smarter than them. So they don't know what to do. So they just, (laughs) self-destruct. Does does not compute smart Negro. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get a shape up, though. Get a shape up. All right. The researchers hatched their new cosmochemical theory uh, described in a study published May 25th in a journal, Icarus, after studying the composition of vast glaciers that formed the left lobe, prominent heart-shaped future, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? (laughs) the point is these motherfucking science articles get a little long with it. That's the hope. That's why I hope the, the, I hope that like what we're doing here, like damn science and all that will get to a point where we could talk about these like very heavy scientific articles, but in a very like casual way. Whereas mm-hmm. like even like have a podcast, have like an actual website where we take all this shit, like kind of like how Gizmodo does with like technology and science, where they give it to you in a more like, I don't want to say layman, but in a more, uh, I don't want to say pedestrian, but yeah, in that, <laughs> in a more pedestrian way. Like, you know, this shit is cool and it's funny and they take this and they, 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 they approach this shit, these articles in a very like uh, boring, boring way, in a very boring way, because this is a, a very cool theory that you know that Pluto, instead of being a planet, which we already said it is not a planet, it's a dwarf planet, but it was formed by billions of comets like fucking smashing together and having a comet orgy, and as now we have Pluto, which is just a giant fucking Frankenstein comet, which is a kind of a, a a cool thing. But damn, can we leap this? Let Pluto. Can we stop trying to identify Pluto and let Pluto identify itself? Please, damn. We always trying to put labels on shit. I mean, that that's our right as a human. Like, that's, that's, I think that that's our privilege, and that's why the humans are so keen to use it. It's like, we the smartest people that we know exist, so we're going we gonna to be smart at everything, and we're going to determine everything because nobody else is determining it. Determining it. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a funny position to be in to me because it's like, to be so smart and to be to have so much say over what's what at the same time at the same time still have no fucking idea about anything because we just one planet around one Reggie star. It's, so it's like 
to be so big and so small at the same time is like that par- that human paradox that always fucked with my head since I was a kid. Yeah, it's it's the uh, that's the one of my biggest takeaway about reading all these science articles is at the end of the day they all pretty much end with like nigga I don't really know what, what this shit is <laughs> like this is a guess bitch like that's basically <laughs> what all of these articles end with is just like bitch we just guessing it's a, it's nigga, a, I don't know nigga like nigga I don't know it's a calculated <laughs> guess but it's just like you know this is what we think this is happening we don't bitch we don't know like uh, a good segue into that is that the oldest fossil pushes uh, lizards back 75 million years. So they found a fossil. Uh, when did they find it? I can't. Uh, they found it recently, though. But basically, finding this fossil means that lizards and snakes ex- existed 75 million years earlier than we thought. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. And then they teach this shit and they teach and they teach everything is fact. And then, you know, a nigga stumbles across a bone, niggas dust it off, you know, shake it up, roll it. I don't know how you study bones. <laughs> Put it in some aquacessor. I don't know. You break it down. Shit. Grind it up in your grinder. You roll it up and then you smoke it and be like, it takes about 75 million years old. Yeah. We don't know shit. We don't know anything. I'm yeah, gonna... and it's funny because, like, like you're saying, the more the more shit we learn, the more we realize that the, the more the more we realize that we don't know anything. So it's like the more we learn, the less we know. <laughs> so it's like, damn, like we thought we was smart as shit, but we don't know nothing. And there's no like, there's no like one actual source for like, okay, this is this. Because every time we think it is, like you said, we find something that says, no, no, it's not. And then you're like, shit. Like, at that point, what are science? What are, you know, study? You know, there's no determination for that shit. But I think it's cool. But, and and, like, because I respect the fact that most scientists know that they don't know. It's just those ones who pretend like, this is, this is fact. Like, you know, I know science is based on fact for the most part, but all those facts have changed and they're so subject, they're subject to change at any moment with any other like study or any kind of um, discovery. So there's no determining factor in what is, you know, our like knowledge and understanding of anything for real. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I don't know if I'm like science says that it's based on facts, but it's more based on uh, very accurate guesses. Right, right, right is a field of, of making assumptions based on very accurate guesses. And that's the majority of what science is, especially like uh, astrophysics, because that's all just like particle and astrophysics. That's all niggas guessing. Right. Because all that's just happening way out there. Yeah. Every, every week you read a theory, a different theory about black dark matter. And it's like, Oh, this week niggas think dark matter is made out of cotton candy, and if you shake real hard, you can smell it. And it's like that doesn't make sense. But niggas don't know anything about dark matter, so every year, every every day, there's a new theory about it. Yeah. And that's you know that's the the good thing about human nature is that 
we will get to the bottom of something if you know there's money or sex in it. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, we'll get to the bottom of all this shit as long as there's some financial gain or some uh, orgasmic gain to gain to get from it. We just, you know, have to hope that we get to a point where like uh, there's there's a lot of nuts busting involved in fashion and light travel or something because that's all I really care about. Right, just getting there. Yes, and you know, I exploring the universe. You know, it won't happen in my lifetime, but that's being able to explore the cosmos would be a big step for humankind. Plus, his space is infinite, and niggas gonna need space eventually. Niggas gonna need this space. Yeah, and it's funny. I was watching. Um, I don't know if you watched Lost in Space, not in the Netflix series. Yeah. <clears throat> Of course, it's based on the um, the older series. Ja, like, like yeah, based on it in that it has the same name, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> based on, right. uh, has the same name, sure. Yeah, that robot's still on his danger. Will Robinson, though, like, man, that that's that, that, that that's they, the only one. They have the same names, and a robot does still say "Danger Will Robinson," but everything else is pretty different. But I do like it though. I fuck with the show. I got like four episodes <laughs> to finish watching that shit. But I fuck with that show. I do like it. You know, um, I like it because it every now and again it hits you like in a very like Jurassic Park kind of way. It has a Jurassic Park vibe to it, which is fun. There's nothing wrong with just a pure adventure, fun, hyper tech technically advanced adventure uh movie. I like that shit. A woman show. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty entertaining, but um, but yeah, so like that about how humans like how the earth gets so fucked up that we gotta leave to just like go somewhere else, like and go inhabit a whole other planet and shit. Um, and faster than light travel would help, but I don't even think they have it in that, like in, 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 in that fucking show. And that's a concept that I think is going to take us a very long time to master because our bodies can barely travel at like normal speeds that, you know, ships can travel. So it's like to think that we can go anywhere close to light speed is like wild as fuck. Like we're going to have to like digitize ourselves or like, you know, like melt ourselves and like re-solidify some shit to be able to actually sustain our life force. Technically, it's supposed to be impossible, but I don't. But I, 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 refu- I don't like. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, yeah, because Einstein did say like that was the speed limit and shit. But you know, yeah, according to because, the just because. Go ahead. Well, based on the theory of relativity, the faster something goes, the heavier it gets, and so something that's going to speed of light means that it has infinite mass, which means it needs infinite energy to move something that has infinite mass, which means that the faster than life travel is impossible. But you know. Yeah, suck my dick but we do know honestly, we do know light but we do know particles can move faster than light because particles uh were propelled from the big bang fa- faster than the speed of light exactly at the moment of uh expansion and shit so yeah. they're like theoretically like they you know they're, they're trying to say scientifically it might be it's like pretty much impossible but at the same time things have been known to travel faster than light so yeah this shit does it's, happen. I thought. Yeah, so, I think. But, I think maybe like last year they thought radio waves might sometimes. Maybe I just made that shit up. But 
<laughs> I think they throw some type of radio wave or some shit. I can't remember, but yeah, we, yeah, we'll we'll figure out a way around it. Like uh, <laughs> what they do on Star Trek is kind of a way around it. People is you know I can't remember what the fucking drive is called, but it's a drive that distorts space in a way that your the, the vessel is not moving faster than the speed of light. That is uh uh constricting space behind it and expanding space in front of it so it's right riding right. a space-time bubble instead mm. of like actually moving faster than the speed of light like that's something that we could do to get around it niggas aren't going to build that unless it's pussy in it so that's kind of the point <laughs> and niggas not going to build the fucking space warp bubble shit so we can get uh on other planets unless it's like oh it's a pussy planet all the pussy there so we gotta get there <laughs> Gotta get there. It's pussy and money all over the planet, so we gotta. Like, or Elon Musk will do it for some reason to because it's part of his plan to destroy everyone. <laughs> because he will be yeah. our first evil, our first like evil doer. Like I'm convinced. There's no. There's like, it's like fuck you. <laughs> Something's gonna happen, and Elon Musk is definitely gonna use that to go full supervillain. A hundred percent. He's going to be like killing niggas. Like eventually, like we're going to be chilling one day and then everyone who has a Tesla is just going to drive off a cliff or some shit. And then he's going to take over the radio waves. And be like, ha ha, you thought that I was just Elon Musk, the busk man. Ha ha ha. And it's going to be and shit going to get lit because then we're going to have the former superhero team to fight. Anyway, you know, it's, 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 it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I'm here for it. I already got my shit ready. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, we already did this. But uh, speaking of Elon Musk and the future, this is something that I think I've been thinking about this that I kind of wanted to start my own company about this. When I was little, I thought that I wanted to start a, a company about this because this is something that I thought would become very popular in the future. But then I realized that I'm not that smart. That I'm just a nigga that likes science, but I'm not sciencey. Anyway, uh, future smart clothes could pack serious gadgetry. So this is uh, in the future, you know, the technology will be wearable. Instead of you having to find an outlet to charge your phone, you would just plug it into your sleeve and that charges your phone. And we've seen little bits and pieces of this about like, you know, a hoodie where the strings for the hoodie are actually headphones and shit like that. But, right, right. But, you know, I, I do think that, you know, over the next hundred years or so that this will be a massive industry i think you know clothes will become technology i think everything will become technology but you know clothes are a thing that we wear and they kind of you know fashion is cool or whatever but that's kind of the only point it serves as fashion but you know they book they can become more useful yeah that will be uh it will be tight even though I have like a little. I'm a little hesitant in wearing technology because I like I fuck with technology, but very like up up to an extent. Like there's a point where it's like, all right, technology, I get it, but like you know, calm down. So wearing technology, I the benefits seem like it'd be like infinite almost. Like it's like at that point, if yeah. your jacket, like like you said, can charge your fucking clothes or whatnot, or you can get a Wi-Fi signal from your hat or some shit like that. Ooh. You know, like. That, shit that, like that, that new era Wi-Fi. That Wi-Fi new era. <laughs> right. <laughs> that nigga, every, everywhere Papoose would go, stick signal will be strong than a motherfucker. 
<laughs> like, oh, Papoose here, nigga got full bars. God damn. How <laughs> fucking got right. a, fit, a new era fitted with the Wi-Fi? God, oh, shit. Fire. Yeah, I, I remember seeing a video, like, a couple, maybe weeks ago, about, um, I can't even remember, like, I think it was some, like, some foreign shit, but it was a lady, she was wearing a dress, and she was, like, she did something to the dress, and the shit, like, completely, like, changed colors, and, like, transformed, like, the fucking dress just transformed on her. Yeah. And it was, like, the creepiest shit I've ever seen, but it was also dope as fuck, because both of the fits was fly, but it was one fit, so I was, like, damn, like, that's some shit I could fuck with, like. You know, your clothes fuck around, change colors on niggas. It's like, bam. Yeah, that's actually that's actually number one on this article is change colors, change your fashion on the fly, and changing the colors of your shit. Uh, Clothing woven from color changing yarns could give a whole new meaning to the phrase "goes with anything." You know, uh, most exciting color changing textiles like sun activated T-shirts with designs that go from white to rainbow and triggered by shifting ambient light or body heat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, we've seen little uh, we've seen bits and pieces of that, but in a novel way, in a very like kind of uh, campy way where it's just kind of like a not a serious thing. But I do think that, you know, one of the examples they have here is like a jacket that you can wear, something that you can wear to work that's work appropriate. But, you know, once the sun goes down, it senses that the sun's down and it changes its color for it to be something more appropriate for you to wear to like the club and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, half happy hour. <laughs> Get loose a little bit. Yeah. Or, you know... Mm-hmm. We could do like Rihanna and have bracelets with flask in it, like, cause she's a fucking icon. Jesus Christ, I love her. Yeah, she is amazing. One Coachella, she fucking was on her bodyguard shoulders and wrote a blunt on this nigga's bald head, and then she had a, a bracelet flask. I swear to God, like, I don't even. My feelings for Rihanna are so bizarre because I am attracted to her immensely, but it's kind of like. I feel like if I was a, a famous woman, I would be exactly like Rihanna. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like I I like her, but it's kind of like I I I am her. <laughs> <laughs> She's so fucking mean and shitty. And <laughs> awesome. There was a st- an article this week that she broke she broke up with her billionaire boyfriend. Cause she just get tired of men, and I'm like, yo, I get it. Like, <laughs> right, that makes so much sense. Sometimes you just get tired of people, and you're just like, I'm done with this right now, or maybe forever. But this is done, and you don't really have no reason for or no logic for it. It's just done. I've done that. I've I've had that. I've literally, I have a phrase for it because I've done it so much in my life. Where I was just uh. Uh, fucking, I forgot. I just had it on top of my head. <laughs> Scorched the earth. I call it Scorched the earth. Where it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of tired of everybody I'm talking to, so I scorched the earth, and I just, no, I'm done with everyone. <laughs> I don't want to talk to any of you niggas anymore. I'm finished. <laughs> and I'm... Burn all the bridges, burn it all. And I'm just a broke fat nigga. If I was a rich, uh, gorgeous woman from Barbados, I would be just like Rihanna. <laughs> But also, 
Yeah. Also, I want to have sex with Rihanna. It's so confusing. Ah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rihanna wants to have sex with Rihanna too. I so. think she does too because I would understand. I she would seems understand. the type. She seems like the type that would, that would fuck herself. <laughs> and, and I would stand there watching it like. I'm, make a clone. Make a clone of herself just so she could do it. <laughs> now that's science for your ass. Yeah. And it involves coochie. <laughs> That's and it's probably going to happen because, like we said, the only science that gets funded is science that involves more money or vagina sex, any type of sex. Uh, before we before we go on to the next story, one thing I wanted to mention about the clothes thing is that something that could be a, a huge benefit is that it could help micromanage your moves. So it's like training yourself to golf, playing the piano, whatever. You could basically train your clothes to make certain movements easier or to help you with certain movements or to help you stand up better or you have a weak knee you're going to wear pants that will you know help make the movements for that leg so i think that's something that's extremely cool and has a lot of potential and you know would be dope to see that happen one day with smart clothes but you know it's very useful too it's very I, useful. I'm all about useful technology. Like a lot of technologies seem pointless, but you know, that's smart and necessary. Yeah. That she can help a lot of people. You know, mobility is a big thing that, you know, we don't consider for people and anything that can help people be more independent is dope because having to depend on other humans is fucking trash. Yeah, because humans do suck and they are the worst. Humans are the worst and they suck. Suck a lot of balls. Tragic. Spotify cancels its R. Kelly hateful conduct policy. Did you hear about this shit at all? When they pulled all you know, R. Kelly? Yeah, I heard yeah. that, that. You know what's funny about that? I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's just so funny that I remember when it happened because like, I think they started with... Um, that uh, uh, X Tentacles ass nigga, <laughs> off or whatever. X Tentacles, I like that. <laughs> they, they they did that with him, and then at that point they started doing it with other people. And I remember they, somebody, I think like his manager, or somebody made a good point. They wrote a letter to Spotify, like if you're gonna take my man's off, you're gonna take off David Bowie, and like he started naming like big people who are like very famous and successful in music who have a history of you know allegations or like you know lawsuits and whatnot. But I remember particularly the R. Kelly joint like, about how when they took R. Kelly off all the list, R. Kelly's streaming numbers went up. And like that shit didn't surprise me one bit because motherfuckers still love R. Kelly. I, I know yeah. that nigga can sing, like that nigga can sing, but that don't excuse that nigga from being a shitty person. But niggas don't care. And and that's but that's always been a testament. Cause if a nigga can make a video paint on a teenager and if people still like go by the chocolate factory right after. It's like obviously niggas don't care what R. Kelly's doing. They just want to hear that nigga sing, and it, I'm not surprised by it. I'm disgusted by it because, like, like I'm not looking for no new R. Kelly, you know. But that nigga, people, they, that, that nigga peed on children and then named himself the Pie Piper, and niggas was like, okay, <laughs> bet. And I, I've right. never been able to get past that shit. Like this nigga peed on babies and named himself. Uh, after someone who lured children into a cave with music a person who lured children with music and then he started wearing a fucking mask a mask 
and a fedora yeah, hat. And niggas was just like, okay, nobody's. He was Zorro or something. Yeah. Niggas acted like this, like, niggas did acted like all that shit was understandable and normal. And I have never been able to let that shit go. I cannot, I cannot believe that this nigga started wearing a mask and called himself the Pie Piper. Like, he was as smart as, you know, niggas who aren't smart, who think they're smart, reference things that they think are esoteric that are very, very known, like the Pied Piper. Like, I swear to God, I, he's such a dumb nigga that I think he thought that he was being, like, nuanced and uh, vague. But right. it was like, you named yourself after a very, like, the most popular pedophile ever. Like, when it goes to top five pedophiles, it's like, uh, the Pat Piper, uh, R. Kelly, the uh, Michael Jackson, uh, you know, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't have a lot of pedophiles at the top of my head. I don't, you know, those are the top pedophiles. You named yourself after like the most famous one and people just was like, okay, I'll still do songs with him and buy his music. And I just don't know how that was a thing that was allowed to happen ever. Yeah, and I saw, like, and I was seeing that shit on Twitter, too, like, a lot of, and the worst part and the funniest part to me at the same time is the fact that all Jared from Subway, of, top number four, Jared from Subway, top <laughs> pedophiles list. You got another one? <laughs> yeah, you need one more, and then at that point... I'll think of another one before time. the end of the show. I'm gonna think of right. another one. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of his supporters are black women, which is, like... Black like, China! Number five, Black China. Oh, Black China, that's a good one. Black yeah. China. <laughs> she a pedophile. Goddamn. That boy looks so young. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, most of his supporters and a lot of like black women still love R. Kelly. Like they still go to his show. He still gets sold out concerts and shit. And it's like, I don't know how it's it's happening. I feel like at that point, it goes to show that people really don't give a fuck about nothing almost. Because well, like, let's be specific it's not black women it's 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 uh i don't want to say auntie types yeah it's the older the older black woman crowd like the who, a little who, bit more angrier who, or like the sadder or the the bitter who lean more to the church shit i'm sorry who 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 are a little bit more to the church shit, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, and, and that's not a dig at church. That's just whenever he's gotten in trouble, he has made inspirational music that they play in church. And those type of people are only familiar with R. Kelly with I, can, I Believe I Can Fly and, you know, Step in the Name of Love and... You know, these are people who don't investigate that type of shit. And they're also from uh, from an era where they may be used to ignoring that type of shit about people. Like, niggas, yeah, yeah. like, you know, uh, there, there are a lot of shit, like, about Martin Luther King that people deny or don't think is true or whatever. But if it's true or if it's not true... If it was true, niggas knew about it back then. Mm -hmm. Or no, here a better example is Richard Pryor. 
Uh, that's a way better example. A better example is Richard Pryor. Everyone know Richard Pryor sucked dick and like get his dick sucked by dudes every now and again. Everybody knew. This was, it was not a secret at all. It was literally not a secret at all. I watched his roast, and they casually made jokes about you know him fucking with men and shit. And yeah, that's 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 that too. Yeah, and you know it was it was a very known thing. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> the thing is that it was known that people just didn't care, or like they, or they did, didn't, um, or they, they were more accepting of. Oh, that's where I was going with that. Right. They, right. I don't know if they were more accepting. I just know that it, they existed. It, it was they're used to like being ignoring certain uh, sexual things about people, right? Yeah. That's their right, business, right. basically, right? Like you go to church, mm-hmm. you know the pastors has some some weird stuff about them, but you ignore that shit. They compart compartmentalize. I think that yeah, generation is a little better at compartmentalizing than we are. Where you know, if a nigga is problematic, we deal with that the total sum of that person. Like, right. fuck you forever. Whereas you know, the older generation may be a little bit more like because they were in survival mode constantly right they dealt with a lot of that shit firsthand and they accepted it because to them it became normal so i I wouldn't even say accepted it i would just say they compartmentalized it to the point where they locked it into a box and they didn't even they didn't consider it about that person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was like yeah yeah, it's like you know that's scary (laughs) it's the same i mean it's just i i it's the same i work with an older black woman who is an adamant bill cosby defender because of that you know Mm -hmm. she is like 50 or 60 years old and she defends the fuck out of bill cosby because you know she doesn't deny that he did any of that shit she believes that he did that shit but she feels like you know, the good that he's done should outweigh any of that. And she just doesn't consider that. She's more angry that, you know, him being convicted and all of that shit being in the news has forced her to not be able to ignore it. You can't, she yeah. can't ignore it anymore. Because this is yeah. some shit that she's always known about Bill Cosby. But, you know, oh, he's a black dude. He's a good example of a black man trying to do good or whatever. He's respectable, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to ignore this horrible shit about him because we have so rare examples of positive black people. I think right. I think now we have more examples of, you know, black people who are quote, unquote, positive. So we don't need to ignore the horrible shit about human beings are r kelly also his music is not that good it's not i'm sorry i mean i think it, it's gotten progressive you remind me of my time. jeep seriously you remind <laughs> me of my jeep yeah i was talking to my wife about that like he really had really? a song like you remind me of my jeep like he made a whole song about that shit <laughs> go half on a baby seriously that's not a smart line it's not a clear yeah, but line. the thing about it like you know it's crazy is that yeah, I remember like when Kanye was going as ham as Kanye was going, everybody was having this conversation about um, can you separate artists from the art and whatnot. And I, I, like my whole thought on that was that at, at some point you have to, not because like the artists, the artists themselves might be trash or whatever. It's just because when you make art and is art, like 
it becomes everybody to that point. Like it's objective. It's not subjective. Like it's like fire. Like you can't yeah. deny it. Like it's fire. So it's like R. Kelly ain't shit, but at the same like, but like, I think I've made it sweet like sweet about it. like R. Kelly ain't shit, and I hate R. Kelly, but that's not gonna stop the remix to Ignition from being like fire. Like that's a was like a classic jam. Yeah. You know, I still believe I can fly. You know, he got he got some songs that are good, but he himself like he he I don't think that his music outweighs like the shittiness of his person. So I think the music we have to accept the music as our own and like like he can keep all of him at that point. So. Yeah. I, I think I think that that's up to every individual person to decide where their line is as far as uh can you separate a, a artist from their art. I think mm-hmm. we we all do it to a degree so I'm not right, critical right. of anyone who say that they can and cannot do it. We all do it to a degree. And it it's right. up it's up to you to draw your line it's just it's natural. Everyone gets more exasperated with someone sooner, depending on how into their art you are. If you never really fucked with Kanye at all, if you kind of vaguely was a Kanye fan, you're going to be less tolerant of your shit. If you fuck with Kanye hard, it's going to take more. Everyone has a different line. But, you know, I'm not going to shit on any, I'm not going to shit on someone for saying that, oh, I can separate an art, an artist from their art. It, it depends. It depends. But some people, some people, I believe, are so horrible that it tarnishes their art. But yeah. you know, I can only make that decision for myself. I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't make that decision for individual. other people. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't it's impossible I don't, to make it for someone else. Yeah, it, it, if someone tells me they don't fuck with an artist because they did something shitty, and I still fuck with that artist, I was like, I I respect. That's where your line is. Okay. My mm-hmm. my line might not be there, or I may fuck with that. The music that some like Donald Glover is a good example. There are a lot of people who don't fuck with Donald Glover at fucking all because, yeah, he is, and I don't even say used to be. He still is. I believe that he still is the type of black person who thinks that there are they are different from this standard typical black because you know they're eclectic. They're different. They listen to Portage Head and Lincoln Park and you know right. and then weird black people who think they're better than other black people because right. they're weird. Right, exactly. And I do think he's still like that to a degree. And you know, he has said that in interviews. Before he became like super famous Donald Glover, he did a lot of interviews and said a lot of weird shit. And there are people who don't forgive him or don't fuck with him at all for alluding that he prefers Asian girls or they mm-hmm. perceive him as hating black women. And I respect you. That's where your line is. I don't hate Donald Glover. I still fuck with him. I like his art. I am critical of that shit. Like this is America. People say that is brilliant. It's not brilliant. I do think it's brilliant. I think it is right. also not as nuanced as people think. I don't think it's not as nuanced at all. But I think part of his brilliance is that it's not as nuanced as people think. I think that it is very heavy-handed and not nuanced and nuanced in a different type of way where it is very heavy-handed. Him, the imagery is very heavy-handed, but there are aspects that are that are nuanced, like, you know, death on a horse in the background and, you know, the shit that happened in the background and him running at the end, you know, things don't have to be this or that. They're both, but, 
you know, it's up to you to decide where your line is. And I'm not going to, you know, yell, argue with someone for not fucking with an artist or not being able to separate their art from the artist because they did something that offended them personally or, you know, was above the line for them or over the line. But R. Kelly, yeah. R. Kelly and Kanye West are two people. I'm just done. I'm done. And I'm not going to argue oh, yeah. with people about it. I'm just you tired. You, you canceled, yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. And the album yeah. sucks. I I wasn't going to listen to it, but I tried to listen to it. And the nigga said some line that was like, I could have a Naomi Campbell and still win a Stormy Daniels. And I tried to delete the album from Spotify. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, wait, how do you delete something from Spotify? Like, uh, delete, remove. I don't care. I'm about should I just delete my account? Like, yeah. fuck Kanye. And that's a good segue into our next story. Kanye West speaks about his bipolar disorder on new album, Yay. And that adds an interesting component because people have always called Kanye crazy, blah, blah, blah. But if he is actually bipolar, does that for does that change how you how you perceive his actions over the last couple weeks or months? I think for some people it would. To me, it don't because to me, Kanye is always Kanye. So, yeah. like, like I like I feel like I I get him to an extent. Like I could only get anybody but so much. But I feel like I understand in most cases where Kanye be coming from. Like when he said the whole slavery was a choice thing. Like niggas was really mad at him for that, and. Like I wasn't as I wasn't like upset at him or as mad as everybody else was because like I understood where he was coming from in the way that he said it, you know, and like because I've had similar thoughts, you know, as fucked up as it might be, like damn, like niggas was slaves with so long shit was so fucked up. It's like why ain't niggas do something, like you know? But there's reasons, of course, why niggas ain't do nothing. So I understand now, but at the same time, it's like I. But understand. I, I think that's the difference between someone like you and someone like Kanye, who's whereas he has that thought. I mean, he doesn't make the next step to be critical of that thought and unpack why. Yeah, why? He yeah. just say it, and then he go on to something else, and everybody's yeah. like, what the fuck did you just say? Right. It was like, and if you're not, like, if you don't got it in your mind to already understand, like, why he's saying it, then you automatically going to be mad. Like, I've never seen so many news outlets cover, you know, something anybody said that month. Like, literally everybody was reporting on that shit. Like, Robert Kanye West says that slavery was a choice. And I'm like, he said that, but he didn't really say it like that. Like, niggas was like, took a vote. Like, you know what? Let's just be slaves. Like, he didn't like say it like that. But well, like, I, th I think, I think the the thing is that, you know, you're, and like a lot of people are, are clearly understand what his intent was. He did not word it well at all. He did not yeah, say it well at all. Obviously, yeah, he, he was his in his he was trying to say that the there's a component of 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 mental slavery that caused people to not want to revolt and take mm -hmm. over plantations and some shit. That there is a a a spiritual and a psychological yeah. slavery that keeps you bound. But he did not articulate it in a way to make it seem like he was talking about. Uh, spiritual or psychological in, in uh, uh, oppression. He was talking about physical impression. Right. right but right, he, right. In, 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 I think, you know, you heard what he said and took it as, okay, he's not talking about physical oppression. But 
you know, most people frame that story as if he was. And I don't blame people for taking it that way. And I don't yeah. blame people for still saying fuck him, even knowing what his intent was. Because I still say fuck him, even <laughs> knowing what his intent was. Because I still think that that argument is bullshit. That, you know, uh, slavery existed so long because people were psych- psychologically broken. Sure. That's a degree of it. But like, you know, my biggest thing is shit is not evil or everything is everything <laughs> mm-hmm. this, that that was a component sure but you know it's deeper like that's a whole other conversation also, like you know, a, com- a conversation that, have, that he yeah. Was, yeah. a conversation i think that he himself didn't really understand like how deep that conversation really is because there is a lot of factors that goes into that whole aspect of you know humanity and history and race and you know civilization and all that shit so but um yeah, I mean, but the, the, but, the, but to bring it but, back to um his bipolar disorder like i i've known bipolar people and being i'm not an expert on it at all but when people are bipolar they have highs and they have lows but they don't typically say things that aren't within their character they just yeah. they just have very high they have very low very very low lows and very very high highs, but they don't uh their 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 uh, their belief systems don't change their rhetoric yeah. doesn't change their ideology doesn't change, you know they just scream it at you more. All right, they're saying what it. they're feeling. They're yeah. just saying it. You know they might say it one way or the other, but it's always pretty much it's pretty much them. Like you're saying, like it is right. them. Right, it's an extreme version or a sad version. So, so his bipolar disorder, although if true, does explain certain aspects of his behavior, does not excuse the horrible shit he said, especially from the, the, some of the songs I did try to listen to on this album, he is very much in the mind state that he is smarter than everyone. And he's so popular and so cool that everything he says starts an argument in a debate in the country because he's so influential and I'll fight that nigga <laughs> straight up. I will fight that nigga. And first of in, in, in on top of everything, I'm pretty sure that the Pusha T Drake beef has been ended because Kanye West decided it had gone too far and told Pusha to chill. And that sir has crossed the line. <laughs> you, you you said that's enough. That is enough. You can ruin your own <laughs> hip hop career. You can ruin hip hop your own little personal bubble. But when you start like affecting hip hop that has nothing to do with you or barely anything to do with you, right, right. oh, I that was such a good moment in hip hop that has such a corny ending because Kanye decided it had gone too far. Like shame on Kanye. Same on Push, same on Drake for never responding. And really, really, I tweeted this as a joke, but it really seems like he he channeled his white side and asked to speak to Pusha T's manager because he called Kanye and was like, Kanye, listen, this thing just gone too far. He's talking about my kid, and I don't really know. I don't really want to sue you guys, but come on. Come on. Uh, you know, so you really think it's over at this point? I have You know, it's funny. Yeah, I it's over. It's done. It, Kanye tweeted that shit. Pusha retweeted it. It's done. And oh, I, I Pusha retweeted it. Pusha retweeted it. Kanye on his album was like, 
uh, on his album, Kanye said, I'm too rich to fight you. As a matter of fact, I kind of like you. Uh, something, 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 despite you, whatever. Calm down, you light skin. <laughs> That's all Kanye said. And then he tweeted, it had gone too far, and his dad pushed to retweet it. It's dead. Drake is not going to, if he, it's gone to, it's been too far for Drake to respond. He can't respond now. It's been too far. All he did was do that stupid as, uh, a stupid as press statement, a press release about him being in blackface, which he'll never be able to live down because he has not uh, confronted it in a, a real way. Like, yeah, the, the funniest shit about that to me is the fact that um, he said what he said, that were the reasons why he said it. And um, a lot of people's argument was pretty much like echoed what I was feeling in that Drake don't like Drake never really said nothing. And obviously Drake don't really care about black people in that sense. Like obviously Drake's not that deep of a person. Like, you wouldn't think Drake cares so much about being black. Right. To like go into blackface and make statements about Jim Crow and representation and whatnot. So maybe at one point he thought that when he was younger, but now that he's rich and successful, like he goes out of his way to not say anything political or like race related and whatnot. So it's like, is that how you like how do you really feel at that point? Like, do you really care or do you not give no fucks? It just seems like he's it just seems like a, another uh cog in a in a drake machine of being opportunist and fake back then in 2007 that type of shit was very popular uh little brother the minstrel's minstrel show album was out and hat and that was a talk right. about that kanye was hat and he rapped a lot about like uh that's the year of graduation came out i think you know mm. i think crack music and all that shit came out like being like uh kind of aware of your of blackness and how society and of course portray blackness and that fucking spike lee movie came out around and i think um uh with the mau mouse black is black whack em c's get whack smacked that movie came out around that time that was just a very popular time to be like not woke but like critical of black exploitation and critical of how me media representations of blackness. That was a very hot time for that. And Drake systematically melts into whatever is popular musically and culturally. And, you yeah. know, that's what he, he does. Big, he is one of the, like, to me, like he's one of like the best like actor rappers ever. Cause He's acting like his whole career to me has always been act since the beginning. Like I remember the first Drake track I ever heard, you know, with him and Lil Wayne and whatnot. It was like, like does this like all be grand? I used to watch the Grassy like when that nigga was on there. So I like, I saw that nigga on the screen like being a Reggie ass actor the whole time. And even in the show, like he like started to rap and do music in the show, and it was extra corny and whack. So when he actually became a rapper. He was saying all these things. I'm like, man, I guess that he perfected his acting through music because like now he's better at it but you know the more he grew and the more popular he got the more like the less i cared because every drake album to me sounds like it sounds like the album before yeah. but just like a, a little bit like different but like 98 percent the same so yeah. like drake has never shown any growth to me musically like he's always been the same nigga because all drake rap, rap about is drake he rap about 
you know, being Drake, he raps about Toronto and strippers. Like, that's pretty much his whole entire, like, catalog at that point. And um, he does it very well, though. He does that acting aspect of it very, very well. And you can tell because when he talks, like, in interviews and shit, like, the way he talks is like, like, that nigga talk very white. Like, he talks wider than <laughs> He talks wider than my fucking uh, uh, fucking AP World Human History teacher at that point. Like, yeah. like he talks wide as hell. So when he raps at that point, it's like, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't go that hard, Drake. Like, you, you're so, not that guy. Someone posted a, a video on. Is it like a thirty second clip? It's not even that long. It's like ten seconds of Drake talking, and he was very young. And he was trying to talk. I don't know who he was talking about, but he was trying to say, yeah, it's like, yeah, I like that guy. He's a cool nigga. But he's so awkward and so inauthentic and not used to speaking like that. He was like, yeah, I really like that. I really like that guy. I really like that nigger. Like, with the hard mm-hmm. ER. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and people have been, like, been tweeting a lot of, like, Drake um, songs and shit. And where he have said niggas, like, fuck these niggas. And they'll add ER to it, like, to make it harsh. <laughs> like, so it's like, it's like now Drake's um, line in this song where he said, fuck y'all niggers. It makes more sense now. <laughs> like, yeah, and man. that shit is enough for me to like know that. Like, like I said, I haven't heard infrared. I didn't hear the Doopy Freestyle, and I didn't hear um, the story of whatever D Don or whatever. I didn't hear none of it, but I just kept hearing about it, and I felt like I heard enough about it to know at that point that Pusha T bodied that nigga. Well, yeah. And I was upset with the internet because every like, as soon as Drake dropped that freestyle, the internet was on Drake's dick hard as shit. They like. Oh, Drake bodied this nigga. Drake won, like this and that. And I'm thinking to myself before I, and like I said, I still haven't heard nothing. I'm like, I haven't heard that song, but I know, like, there's no way Drake is gonna beat Pusha T in a rap battle. Like, I know that for a fact. And then when when Pusha T dropped what he dropped, literally like ethered that nigga. Like, literally, that nigga's yeah. like daddy that. He nigga. killed like, that nigga. And yeah, and he killed him with such like harsh facts to the point that niggas was like on the internet, like, copping, please, like. Pusha T took her too far. Like, he's saying things that are mean. <laughs> Facts are too far. He didn't say anything but the truth, but in his apparently the truth is that, too far. Exactly. And that's why I fucked with it. It's like, damn, like, the shit he's saying, like, that's some beef shit. Like, if beef is real, like, like if you're going to beef with a nigga, really beef with a nigga. And also, I wasn't mad at Pusha for saying any of that shit. Like, he exposed a lot of shit. Like, and I think he put Drake in a position now it's going to be hard for Drake to come back. Like, Drake always going to be Drake, and I think he always going to be okay. Because he got enough fans, especially that are women who don't care about that, who are just always going to love him. They don't care about the black face. They might care about the fact that he had a baby with a random woman. No, or but soft, listen, soft, or poor star. Drake has been popular his entire career, and for 90% of his career, he was a dork. He was a <laughs> dork that who everybody thought was a dork, and women thought he was a dork. And he was, he has never been a cool guy. He has been cool since he grew that beard. (laughs) The nigga grew the beard. He started doing CrossFit. Then all of a sudden people were like, oh, Drake's not as much of a dork anymore. And he's been riding that beard wave for like the last year or two. But he, 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 like, I, I clearly remember like a while ago I was watching some shit on YouTube and it was these people, a radio station. And these, these women were just talking about how like swaggerless Drake was. Like he had no swagger, how like he had no sex appeal. It was like, Oh, we like him, but you know, I wouldn't want to fuck Drake because he has like no swagger whatsoever. 
And I was, and I keep thinking about that because that was like the general view of Drake until the nigga grew a beard and got a better barber. He started going to a Dominican barber and he grew a beard and he started doing CrossFit and then everybody was like, oh shit, look at Drake. But Drake is going to be fine because he's been popular his entire career and most of that people have has thought he was a fucking giant loser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I don't care. Honestly, Drake, like I said, every time Drake releases an album, like I care less every time and he releases another album. Like so at this point, like I didn't even hear the album he released last time. I can't remember the name of it. The one I think we had like his father on the cover of some shit. And then uh, before that I can't even remember shit. I can't remember no songs from it. I think the only song I remember that was on there was like Free Smoke and like that's about it. Because I just remember like that one line about Free Smoke. It's um, true. More Life. I think it was More Life. Oh yeah, More Life. I've liked some Drake that- I've liked Drake songs here and there for sure. The thing about Drake is he to me, I, I like when Drake raps and he really don't rap on his albums. He'll do those songs as singles and mm-hmm. he'll release those songs before his album. But then they won't really be on the album, and his album will be all, look at me, girl, look at my toes. Oh, 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 oh. That's what, that's what his whole album is going to be. Well, I like when Drake rap raps. But, you know, the whole, the first, the only Drake album I like is like So Far Gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He started literally. Yeah. Other than that, each album has some songs that's like, like, you know, I don't like that whole album, but the album Wu-Tang Forever is on. I like some songs, and I fuck with Wu-Tang Forever real hard. Yeah, Even though he, I, do I, got some, yeah he got some some good, some gems yeah. that's hidden in all of the, the nonsense, but all this shit's kind of the same. And I, I especially, like, like, especially when he's beefing with Meek and, you know, when, when Meek exposed him with the Quint Miller shit, like, that was the last straw for me because, like, I fuck with rap and hip hop, and I know, like, there might be a lot of people, I know even Kanye uses, like, writers and ghostwriters and shit like that. But it's like, I feel like if you're going to claim to be the best at whatever, at, at rap, like, you're going to have to write your own shit. Like, I don't but, know how much of his shit he does or does Drake, not. Like. Drake never claimed to be a lyricist, though. So that's why I don't give yeah. a fuck. You were right. He never did say that. But he's yeah. but he's been trying to make the case with the, for him being the best. Like, I've heard him say things in the line, like, he's the best rapper or, like, if, whatever. If I found out uh, Black Thought had a ghostwriter, I'd kill myself. Yeah, but you know that, but you, I'm pretty sure, like, we can be, like, 99.99% sure that that's not the case, because Black Thought always been that nigga, like, True. he's still a nigga, he, he just dropped something recently, I haven't heard it yet, but I know it's fire, I'm about to listen to it probably, Streams like, Streams of Thought, and yeah. Streams of Thought, and yes, it is fire. Yeah, see, thank you for confirmation, but I already know, because I know Black Thought, like, he's good yeah. for it, and I know, like I said, and I can respect anybody who writes their own shit, because... That you know, that's real artistry to me. You know, when you used to when it's with someone Drake and everybody's making fucking memes and shit about you know Drake having everybody in the studio and shit. You know, he got all his writers together to try to make a response and shit. Like it's funny because it's probably true and like it's so I I can't. (laughs) Yeah, so I just like if you're gonna be the best and you you have to be the best, you can't have somebody else be the best for you. And I took it personally because when Meek dropped the song where he um Quentin Miller was doing the whole um you know, I got that Bugatti, then I surf. You know, yeah, uh, I ain't rocking my jewelry, that's on purpose. Like that all of that I like this. I was very upset. 
I was very upset when I heard Quentin Miller doing it because I thought that I was really fire. Like when I heard Drake say it, I'm like, damn, Drake, like that's some cool shit. Drake, you know, is so a, damn- that's what he does. He stole XXX tentacles flow. That's what he does. He steals flows. He still, that's what he does. Quentin Miller gave, that's the thing. People act like Quentin Miller gave him like a whole lyrics and was writing for him like that. But more than what Drake does than have people write for him is that he will, he copies flows like a fucking mimic. Like to that whole, yeah. uh, that whole flow niggas was doing for a while. Drake, mm. he did that shit on a few songs. The KMT shit, he he's copied that from the young niggas, from the mumble rappers. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, J. Cole did a whole album of that pretty much. He did it on a few. And J. Cole, and you know, he talked about how his flow on uh, KLD was inspired by that. But he did it in a much more, a much better way, in a much more authentic way. Whereas when yeah, Drake does it, more. yeah, he he took that, that, that flow and those style and he like incorporated into his own instead of sounding like he's just mimicking what's popular to try to be popular and that's all drake always does he's just a mimic yeah yeah but but one one point i want to make about drake before we get off of this shit is that uh i didn't listen to infrared until after i heard all the diss tracks and shit and one thing Pusha T says about him, one theory that I do have about Drake is that I do think that he he uh, he's very calculated in who he targets because he does think because he is half white and he's, you know, not in the streets and he's kind of a different type of black guy that he can outwit and outmaneuver street rappers. And he mm-hmm. thinks that he's smarter than niggas who he perceives as street rappers. That's why he's never responded to niggas who he respects like Joe Button or Kendrick and niggas who he perceives as more than street rappers. Drake yeah. is on that special little snowflake blur shit like, oh, I was in AP classes. So all of these niggas from the hood, I can shit on. And I <laughs> think that's the motherfuckers he target and he tried that shit with Push and it bit him in the ass. He thought Push was some street rapper, and he forgot that Push is a fucking MC, and he got ate up. Yum 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 yum. I'm still I'm still not over that fucking. You didn't listen. You didn't listen to fucking the Pusha T diss. I'm gonna tell you a part of it. I'm gonna just tell you the whole part at the end. At the end of the song, you know Drake has a a friend Forty. That's his producer. Forty has multiple sclerosis. The fucking push says 40 bent over like he 80. That man is six, six, six. How much more time does that man have? He, how much more time does he have? Tick, tick, tick. I can't get those ticks out of my head. dog. I just be in a bathroom pissing. I'd be like, tick, tick, tick. Like that's the hard. That's the most crucial shit I've ever heard. And they like, he literally said that man is six, six, six. How much, much time do he have? Tick, tick. Tick. That's a real person. Like that's Drake's real friend. The nigga, was, <laughs> right. the nigga t- retweeted the next day. Ironically, is multi- is National Multiple Sclerosis Day. Like, oh my god, that's all you got to say. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I just that's be chilling. Fire. That's, 
I was yeah. just playing Fallout earlier. I was sitting on the floor playing Fallout and was chilling. Next thing I just like tick, tick, tick. Like, oh, it's stuck <laughs> in my head. Oh. Yeah. Push one just based off the cover, honestly, like that point. But the track itself is also fire. So I'm listening to it because I'm, Yeah. I'm... That track that track will it, that track is fire, but from now from eternity, that picture is never gonna go away. That picture is going to outlast that song by years and years and years. That picture yeah. is never going to go away. The most damaging part of all of this is that picture. The track was crucial. Pusher kind of exposing Drake had a son. It's bad, but people kind of already knew. And the fact that Drake was going to go public with him having a son during an Adidas ad campaign pretty much, you know, proves that he already had plans to talk about him having a son. Well, that makes it even funnier, like, because Push took all that away from him. It's like, you don't even get a chance to, like, get, like, your perspective out there. Like, you can't paint your own picture of it now. Like, I finished the picture that you ain't shit. (laughs) And now it's like, niggas gonna remember that. So even now, when he starts to talk about his son or when he started taking pictures with his son and shit, niggas gonna be like, oh, now you wanna pick up your son? Like, and the internet gonna cook him up. He beat him to the punch, and that's, he beat him to the punch. But even after all, that's how, that, that's how crucial that this is, that Pusher, first of all, ruined millions of dollars of ad campaign that was about to roll out. Adidas is probably fucking pissed. That's why, that's why Drake probably ain't saying shit for real, because he's been trying to deal with that Adidas situation, because they probably had, they probably had, Fucking his son poster boards and shit printed out. All that shit got going to dumpster. But <laughs> you know, it's funny. He just probably told Kanye, like Kanye, could you tell Push to calm down because he fucking up the buddy. <laughs> I told you he called Drake. Really, he he channeled his white side and actually speak to Push manager. Like I need to speak to Pusha Care. I was told by Pusha Care that my this would not be so personal. And no. No, I was told by Pusha Care. That's yeah, the name man. of the podcast, by the way, of Pusha yes, Care. That's <laughs> All right, let's do one more story and let's get the fuck about this jank. I think this, I just want to cover this real fast for our last uh, uh, segment, Science vs. Fiction, where we talk about science fiction, pop culture, all that bullshit. And this, crazy, this story is crazy, man. This shit is crazy. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Stan Lee. But police storming and arrest two gunmen threatening Stan Lee at his home. Apparently, the old Stan Lee ass was outside outside his house talking about Excelsior and shit. And two motherfuckers rolled up on him talking about where that shit at. And he was like, I don't know. And it was like, you know where that shit at, Stan. And they put the hammers on him. They really put the hammers on him. And he was like, Excelsior. And he tried to get the fuck away. And they got in the house. Luckily, they didn't shoot his ass. And they tried to toss the guns in the bushes. But the police arrested them and the, and the rest of the two niggas that uh, put the straps out on Stan. But yeah, they really put the straps out on him. That's crazy as shit, son. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. And all his, all his, all his tweet, his, uh, oh, sorry, my cat is distracting me. I don't know where this nigga at. <laughs> King Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah. King Zeke on the scene. But yeah, all his tweets and shit are like horrifying. He's like, I just want to tell all my fans that I love you and please save me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> yeah, Help! I was listening to um, radio a couple weeks ago and they were saying how his daughter was like, um, 
abusing them or some shit, like beating them or some shit, or like like trapping him in the house or something like that. Like his daughter was like being real cruddy and like mean to him and shit, like some like fucked up caretaker or some shit. And I, I guess he got freed of that recently because that was that was something I was hearing like within the last month. So I guess like shit has been going like fucked up for Stanley towards the, I would what you can guess safely guess is the end of his life because the nigga's like a hundred at this point. But yeah, man, it's, it's it's sad that anybody would even think like I got so much respect for old people. Like I would never think about robbing an old nigga, but there's plenty of people out there who don't give a fuck and they will rob an old nigga or they'll pull a cane in and they will smother an old person with a pillow. Like they don't give a fuck. I'll rob the shit out of an old nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll rob shit. I don't even oh that. I don't have no respect for old people. You just here longer than me, nigga. Fuck you. I'll run up on an old nigga right now, dog. I don't get no fucks. Oh, I'm supposed to respect you because you you've been here longer. That just means you weak. Nigga. I got this. You can't that... run. What the fuck. I'll rob. I'll rob. I'll rob the shit of an old nigga, dog. I don't care. Cute. I can't. I can't with you, dog. Like, hey, dog. You lost, son. You invented, the, you, you invented the X-Men, nigga? Come up off that. Where that X-Men the money at, nigga? Wait, 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 yeah. But man, with that Spider-Man money. What's where good? that Spider-Man money at, nigga? I just watched Infinity War, nigga. You invented all that. Come up off that. Yeah, that's like the highest grossing movie ever, nigga. So I know. I know you got that on you right now. Yeah, but just speaking of Stanley, I'm gonna do a tangent. I was I was reading a thing recently by uh, Jack Kirby. Like somebody was interviewing Jack Kirby. Who apparently wrote a lot of that comic book shit with Stanley? Yeah, and I know, and I know both of these niggas is old. So at that point, it's like maybe it's just old niggas saying old nigga shit. But Jack Kirby basically he cooking Stanley up the whole interview. Like Stanley ain't invent, he ain't create nothing. He didn't do nothing. He was just in the fucking like writers room with us, you know, pretty much like you know taking our ideas and shit. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah he flaming him up the whole time, and it's like is Stanley not the comic book genius that I've like come to know and I don't know if it how like I said it could be some old it could be some old nigga shit. Maybe they just old and bitter at each other. Oh, I'm nah. pretty sure he had something to do with it. But he's yeah. saying basically that he ain't have much to do with it at all. He he didn't have as much as niggas like to think. Like he definitely did not have anything to do with it as some people like to think. It's somewhere right. in the middle. Jack Kirby and Stan Lee definitely uh created motherfuckers together. Right. But right. There, there were instances where Jack, like Stanley was a writer, Jack Kirby was an artist. But there was instances where, you know how how you write comic books is, you know someone writes a script and then the artist takes that script and they draw all of the panels based off the script. But right. you know Jack Kirby would would draw out everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Like he would draw all of the panels and everything, and then Stanley would just come in and like fill in this, the bubbles basically and fill in the script sometimes so mm-hmm. you know it's it's somewhere in the middle where some of some of those characters jack kirby might have completely created is in on sketch like drew them out completely but then mm-hmm. stan stan lee gave them a background it's kind of like the, the steve wozniak steve jobs situation like steve jobs mm-hmm. ain't invent shit like Woz was more of the technician but you know Jobs is better was the businessman. Stan Lee was the businessman. You know, yeah, his, yeah, his, yeah. history rem- remembers the businessman more than they remember the artist. <laughs> That's just history, yeah. dog. That's how it is. That 
history going to remember Steve Jobs. They're not going to remember Wozniak. You're right. That's crazy. Woz prints his own money. That's all I know about his ass. Weird ass. <laughs> Anybody that can do that is uh, <laughs> obviously got a lot of it. What is the most astounding fact you can share with us about the universe? The most astounding fact. The most astounding fact. Is the knowledge that the atoms that comprise life on Earth, the atoms that make up the human body, are traceable to the crucibles that cooked light elements into heavy elements in their core under extreme temperatures and pressures. These stars, the high mass ones among them, went unstable in their later years. They collapsed and then exploded, scattering their enriched guts across the galaxy. Guts made of carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and all the fundamental ingredients of life itself. These ingredients become part of gas clouds that condense, collapse, form the next generation of solar systems, stars with orbiting planets. And those planets now have the ingredients for life itself. So that when I look up at the night sky, and I know that yes, we are part of this universe, we are in this universe, but perhaps more important than both of those facts is that the universe is in us. When I reflect on that fact, I look up, many people feel small because they're small and the universe is big, but I feel big because my atoms came from those stars.